Hello everyone and welcome to the Cosmic Closet Podcast. I'm your host Blaine and joining me is, of, of course, we have the co-host Jacob. Hello everybody! Wow, uh, and we're working on his mic. He's actually holding it now. Yeah, I didn't know you had to lean so far in, so uh, I'm saying screw it. Just gonna hold it up close. There we go, there we go. I feel like a radio announcer. No, you sound good. Uh, you could probably I, just you don't even have to hold it right up to your mouth. I mean, it's just you were leaning over. You weren't even leaning over originally. Now it's a whole new world. Yeah, hope it uh, spells success. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> spells. Uh, what are we talking about today? We have another conspiracy theory, of course. Oh, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a a true tale of body snatching carried out by our own world governments. It is called <laughs> Project Sunshine after the advent of the atomic bomb. It took place in uh, the 50s, right? Yeah, 1953? Yep. Yep. I was looking at the uh, full report. The full document's 112 pages, and it was done by the Rand Corporation, which is actually still around today. But Dude, when I was researching that, I, I was confused for a second. I was like, it, it, was this real, or was this like in the MC, the Marvel Universe? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. In Danny Rand, Rand Enterprises. I was like, what? Like, and, and I also read at the very beginning of the report, it gives contributions to everyone who contributes, like, it gives, like, recognition to all the contributors. And there's some people from Cornell, Harvard, uh, Stanford, the University of Tennessee, uh, California. Yeah, dude, this is a big deal. They had, like, a task force from all over the world. There were, like, uh, British scientists that did some shady things. Yes. That we'll get into. And there was a main doctor, it seems like, Dr. Libby. You read about that guy? I did not. He was basically the front runner of the whole thing, but uh, he he ended up going on to get a Nobel Peace Prize for dying. Uh, for his work here? Or yeah, I think it was just for other in, things. In, for other things. I mean, I'm sure they considered this as well, but... I don't think they knew the full scope of this. Just probably like, oh, mm. he contributed to that. This I don't think this was declassified until 1995. Dang. Yep. So, essentially, what was Project Sunshine? Do you want me to go into this? Well, Project Sunshine was a research effort on the effects of the isotope strontium-90 and its uh, effects on human tissue and bones of the dead. Mm. And So where do you get dead bodies, you might ask? Well, off the streets. I heard they sometimes picked up homeless people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they talked to their friends and relatives to, like, coax them into kind of doing a fake donation of like skin samples and stuff yeah and then i think there's mention of a british scientist who stole like stillborn babies what the they fuck? stole like stillborn baby legs and then they told the mother that uh 
Uh, it wasn't related to them. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So yeah, Dr. Libby, he was questioned about why he needed human samples, and he said that I don't know how to get them, but I do say that it is a matter of prime importance to get them, and particularly particularly in the young age group, so human samples are of prime importance. And if anybody knows how to do a good job of body snatching, they will really be serving their country. What? Yeah, dude, it was like a patriotic a villain. effort. It really was, dude. You, I, I can't imagine this stuff happening t today. Like, do you think it was just because it was the 50s and nobody had smartphones, so if someone was picking up a homeless guy, they couldn't really, like, if they told someone else, they'd be like, oh, you're nuts. That's yeah, like, it'd probably be like a conspiracy on its own that no one would believe. That's crazy, dude. But now we know. Yeah, so he's basically saying if you can get a body for me, you're going to be a patriot. Yeah. Did did he, did he like, outsource body snatchers and, you know, pay them I, handsome? I don't know. Oh, I just found this. Uh, yeah, he died in 1980 after winning the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1960 for developing the dating method using radioactive carbon-14. So it wasn't even really involved with this. This might have oh, hurt wow. his chances. So he invented radio radioactive... I don't know, what is it? Radioactive, Radiometric dating? Yeah, carbon-14 dating. That's awesome. Yeah, we use that in... What, what is that? What is dating class mean? today? Uh, it's where you like measure the half-life of a certain particle, and then you can date like rocks and other samples like that using half-lives. Hmm. That was a very bad explanation. Don't uh, don't shame me in the comments. Doctor Libby's rolling in his grave. <laughs> yeah, that's not what it is. Uh, Everything you said <laughs> made no sense at all. Give me a body, and you'll be forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, so essentially he was... Oh, okay, yeah, right here. Uh, Project Sunshine sought to measure the amount of strontium-90 being absorbed by humans because of nuclear testing. Uh, S-90, a calcium-like radioactive substance produced from nuclear explosions, is absorbed by plants and animal animals and is passed through food to humans whose bones absorb it. What the hell? That's crazy. And this is still a real... That's a still a real fear, like... And any radioactive material can give that off, or do you know? I I don't know. Maybe it's just atomic weapons. I, I'm I saying, so. can my microwave give me S ninety if I rev it up a little bit? Ah, uh, no, I doubt it. <laughs> I don't even think microwaves are that kind of radioactive anymore, or at all. Were they once? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know microwaves work by uh, vibrating the. Uh, what is it? It's not the cells. Is it the? It's like the atoms, and they vibrate so fast that they heat up. I don't know, something like that. We're uh, not scientists, all right. Well, right, of course. Yeah, we we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But, uh, <laughs> they said the project was intended to use that absorption was to gauge the possible health problems caused by atomic tests. So they wanted to see what happens if someone gets hit by an atomic bomb, basically, and like it doesn't die. Just what would the radiation do to them over time, I think. Of course, yeah. if an atomic bomb fell right on them, they'd be vaporized. But it's like, hey, if they survive, they're in the fallout zone. Will there be cancer? Will there be mutation? Mm. 
But I think it was the way that they went about it that's so controversial. Whole body snatching, exactly. picking up the homeless people, stealing babies, cradle snatching. Yeah, like this is perfectly fine to research, but the their methods were nothing short of Odd. Know, Nazi Germany style. Yeah. Well, and I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, right here. Managers of the project, not wanting to disclose the nature of the research, decided to have researchers use their personal contacts to recruit others to gather samples for them. So, yeah, you're right. They did outsource body snatching. Jeez. Uh, that so, would have been such a cool job. Some sample gatherers were told that the material was needed for a project to measure natural levels of the element radium found in the population. So they were lied to. <laughs> I don't know why they had to lie about that. Like, uh, it nah. sounds just as shady. <laughs> Probably less scary, though. Like, hey, we want to just gauge, you know, the natural levels, the natural element. But not, uh, hey, we want you to undergo radiation if you got hit by a nuke but survived that'd be a little bit less uh, appetizing <laughs> yeah did the, we talked about this kind of very briefly a while back um uh, you know pre preparing for this episode right. did they steal bodies from the like the uh Hiroshima, the, the, the japanese uh, hiroshima and nagasaki yeah that's what i read on a website was that that's how this kind of got started because th this project mm -hmm. started in the 50s, so this would have been after World War II. So I'm thinking uh, this report probably didn't, but there are claims that after the bombs were dropped, military scientists went in and took samples. It, oh, it, like It might they, not have like been involved they... in this report, but I'm sure it could have happened. Okay. Like, like they could have died years later for just from cancer. And then yeah, they pick up their yeah. Body. There's still sites where, like uh, Chernobyl, you can still get radiation. Mm. Uh, and yeah, there's tons of people that have died from uh, cancer in Nagasaki and Hiroshima regions. I there, I don't know when that went away. That city's obviously rebuilt. But uh, uh yeah. Chernobyl. No, uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Uh. Chernobyl's still uh pretty active. Yeah, but uh oh, speaking of this is a little sidetrack. Did you see that Amazon series now has people going to Chernobyl in real life? No. <laughs> yeah. So what? there's a mini series on HBO about Chernobyl and now there are like Ukrainian models and stuff and like just citizens and tourists going in and taking pictures like there's this model that took her radiation suit off and like oh showed her God. soldier sh showed her shoulder and, like turned around to the camera like you know posing and yeah it's in the middle of radioactive Chernobyl well I guess that's natural selection for you yeah that's project Keep doing what you're doing morons but uh back to this uh so yeah, they basically lied to the body snatchers that they recruited, saying, "Hey, we were just doing a natural resource uh, research." Um, yep, and then more than fifteen hundred samples were gathered total. Fifteen hundred people. I think it's wild how like most of them, uh, were like babies, kids. Uh, yeah. I mentioned earlier that they they took this like babies legs and stuff from hospitals 
there's one account where uh, a British mother, to prevent her from finding out what happened with her baby, she wasn't allowed to dress it for the funeral. What? Yeah. <laughs> like she couldn't even see it? I guess so, yeah. So were these babies that died after they were like like complications or was it like abortions or what? Well, in this both. case, I mean, in this case, it was a stillborn, so it just died by natural yeah, right. causes. Damn. I'm, so I'm how, sure did, how did they get I'm notified? Sure. The, do the doctors gave a call to the scientists saying, hey, we have a stillborn, and they drove to the hospital and picked it up? Maybe, dude. It's dystopian. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I, I kind of get where they're coming from, though. You have to be a... a raging sociopath to do that kind of stuff but if you think about it, it you're, it's for the betterment of humanity I mean, yeah they were doing research the baby's but... dead and maybe it was the only way at the time that they could get the samples I, like i said if you told them the real reason nobody would volunteer yeah i don't and also it was the 50s man we were we were studying marijuana at the time thinking an lsd thinking that it could mind control people i mean there's just stuff <laughs> that happened back then that you obviously can't do now this bring this begs a question do you think we're kind of held back by an, a more ethical society these days like it's impeding us from certain yeah like imagine where cybernetics could be if we just oh yeah said screw it well, and, just and same thing with cloning testing. people think that cloning is playing god if we had clones i mean think of think of the medical advancements and the medical research yeah, we get dude, off of that if they had clones we could just test clones exactly uh, yeah no there's no doubt that morals and ethics get in the way of some things but uh, clearly if i mean it, but then you get into the, like nazi you know there's some stuff that you shouldn't yeah. do with you know with cloning, though, I think that would be the absolute best way to go for human trials. <laughs> We've, me and Jacob have talked about this many times around bonfires. <laughs> We're big cloning yeah. advocates. Like, you could accomplish so much, and it all depends on how you view a clone. <laughs> well, what? it's like... What? You wouldn't want to see one of yourself, though, so there'd have to be a base model like that we just keep as one for all of them like, like we couldn't clone everyone once you know and have double everyone yeah i think if there's like a template kind of like Django fett <laughs> yeah right from star wars if there's a single template, uh and everyone was like bald and just you know they all look the same they all you know they were uniform ha yeah and it, it maybe even have um what's the word inhibitors so like like mood inhibitors, oh, so yeah, they can't yeah. even like feel certain emotions. If you could just study their anatomy, shoot. It all depends on how you view a clone. On well, and, and I think you're right. And like I said, it was the '50s, so to them at the time, it was like, all right, we need to figure out what happens if we get hit with an atomic bomb. How are we gonna do it? yeah what's out. the immediate danger yeah and, and uh, this I mean, was right during the cold war like right when it was ramping up so they were like oh we could be nuked at any time so if, yeah. if you look at it from that way it was they had a hard choice to make means to an end exactly i don't know i i, I think uh 
I think it would be more... There are worse conspiracies, I guess. <laughs> like, with... Like, Bohemian Grove is just plain creepy. There's no end goal to that. Yeah, this is just one of those stains on history where yeah, right we had to do something do what had to be done i guess for the time i think uh i'm trying to think of what else i read um oh yeah so basically the study concluded that the amount of strontium 90 found in humans worldwide did not indicate an immediate health hazard from atomic testing so it was a worldwide effort it wasn't just inside the u.s there were british scientists contributing samples there yeah. were, you know it was all over which is interesting um but yeah it uh it was published february 8th 1957 by a team from columbia university so that was when it ended it's crazy that's it's a long time ago and yeah i think it was declassified finally in uh in uh 1990s 95 can't believe it took 40 years to get that declassified. Yeah, the, uh, the doctor had already died. Dr. Libby, he died in 1980. <laughs> well, what's the point in declassifying stuff like so late? Delayed effects. People involved don't have a reason to be feared. You know, like, is there going to be repercussions against them? Uh, also, okay, enemies, sense. like, if we if we had something classified and declassified it right away our enemies could be like oh they have this let's start building this if we give you know 40 years we're already going to be far ahead of them yeah but one no, one declassified easy. recently declassified document though that really gets at me is like it was a fictional book that somehow <laughs> warranted itself to be classified by the government oh you told yeah you told me that earlier uh, yeah, it's a it's a book about like the the several cataclysmic events throughout history and how it's all a cycle. <laughs> and so that's scary. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing like to you know subscribe to that belief, but it's another for the government to freaking go hush hush about it. Yeah. Oh, what else did I told you this when you told me? Oh, they just declassified Bigfoot files. Uh, the FBI forensic <laughs> lab got samples from an F from a Bigfoot research group, and they thought it was something that they'd never seen before. And the FBI like studied it in their labs, and it ended up just being deer hair, and deer blood. But yeah, they, <laughs> the FBI actually had like an official FBI uh, Bigfoot investigation. <laughs> Okay, Bigfoot, man. We got to do an entire episode about that because it's such a phenomenon to me. Oh, Casey people... has a story about it, too. We could have him on. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a sighting? Yeah, his dad saw it. Or one oh of his dad's God. friends. Like, I'm assuming it's not one being. No, it has it to be is... like a species. Yeah, is the whole argument like it's the missing link? And Bigfoot is just an easier way to talk about it. Uh, I don't know. I think because if we just think of it like a like Bigfoot is a cryptid monster, I think it's the stupidest thing. No, yeah, that's not. But what not... is the actual reason that it's so? <laughs> I think of it as like a yeti, or like I don't know. I don't. I don't think of it as. I think of it more as like an animal. Hmm. 
not like a Wendigo or a demon or something going bump in the night. I just don't get how <laughs> so dumb to me. How would that thing go hidden forever? Yeah, and that's why I don't think it's it's real. I've never seen it. Well, like we discover new insects and like tiny rodents and stuff. Yeah, we find all the time, but plankton Bigfoot in the ocean. Is... <laughs> Bigfoot's like mega human size and just it's so stupid. I, I do believe in the megalodon though. Oh, like that it once existed or that it still exists? It still exists, no. I, I, know it, I know it once existed. I mean, there's been proof of that, but I, I, w I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if something like that still exists. Have you ever seen the Meg movie? No. Dude, that's... that's <laughs> I, I didn't see it. That thing's like 200 feet long or <laughs> something. It's based on the trailer. Yeah. Um, My dad was in that movie. I'm just the uh, no, like, there is so many freaking knots of ocean we haven't discovered. Oh, yeah, or dude, we've explored more space than we have of the ocean. Yeah. And I think something like the Megalodon could, you know, be in the deep. There are definitely creatures in the ocean that we'll, we're years from seeing. And, and we don't even have the technology to go all the way down to the bottom of the ocean. Like, fully yeah. without having to come back up, you know? Or like, like giant squids, for example. Like, those aren't just uh, something in... No, they're a prehistoric beast still in the ocean. I mean, yeah. whales are from that same time. There, There's a lot of stuff. The sharks were around in the prehistoric times. Alligators. Dude, did you know? Okay, so lobsters they can live forever until they just starve to death from being too big that's crazy dude. alligators are the same way they can live forever they they're immune to like all disease oh you said this yeah and they yeah they're like lobsters and that they won't die until they just starve what a way to go you just just gotta die slowly yeah after all those years be be worth it though yeah that would be cool which is another reason if we got a little bit of the morals out of the way we could become lobster people live forever i know right <laughs> i was talking about that with someone today like imagine if we this this part sounds dumb because there's several different factors that go into this but imagine if we could replicate the properties of like a tardigrade you know what that is no what is it uh, also known as a water bear. Does that ring a bell? Mm. Uh, okay, they're seen in Ant-Man whenever he goes subatomic. It's right. those like, uh, like six, eight-legged, microscopic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah things. Yeah, yeah. Those can like sur survive in space. They can survive through sub-zero, like. Oh, are those the things with the like, long, like the absolute long zero temperature? Or the long nose or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And, and like surviving a volcano and shit. Yeah. And it's because like they go dormant and um, just let it pass. <laughs> but imagine if we could replicate that property. It's it's dumb though because it's probably because they're so small that that's even possible. Yeah, but I mean, we could if we could figure out what the hell they're doing. There's just no way to study it because they're so small. 
How could we yeah. ever? I don't know. It'd be crazy. You're getting shot at, and you just lie down. You're just impenetrable. <laughs> oh well, that that's basically Project Sunshine. There's really not a lot about it. We were kind of surprised. We went. I went straight to the actual document. There were not a lot of articles on it. Yeah, it's it's really just a uh, a little footnote in history about what some brave scientists and grave robbers okay they weren't grave robbers <laughs> but, but <laughs> sounds cool though no uh, but brave scientists and body snatchers uh, had to do to uh, further our understanding of to nuclear fight the nukes. well um any show updates uh i'm currently in the de- development of a website hopefully we can get that up and running i'm gonna bet with jacob subscribe to this episode i'm trying to get 12 subscribers so he can pay for next month's <laughs> website subscription yeah blaine and i have a wager we get 150 subs i'll pay for the next month of the website yeah if he'll, not he'll donate another 13 to a charity of your choice <laughs> all right now you're putting me on the spot <laughs> we never agree to that but, uh, but i can't really say no no <laughs> uh any show updates for you huh uh nope. No, we're we're doing good. Uh, I'm I'm holding the mic closer to my face. Yeah. Uh yeah. No uh <laughs> cutting out now. We're and I also bought a stand, so the production oh, value yeah. is going up, everyone. So if you're not yeah, in yeah. this now, you you're gonna miss the hype. Yeah. Uh subscribe for our new episodes. Maybe ignore our older ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> subscribe for our new ones ignore the other ones and uh, check us out on everything else we're on everything now spotify itunes uh stitcher follow us on twitter mm. and we're going places i hope yeah leave us i had news. a i had a co-worker tell me he started listening to the show like during work and i was like oh no where'd you start and he said i'm starting from the very beginning dude no <laughs> i like all i could say is I would have probably stopped watching if I were him. Yeah, dude. Oh. Everyone, if you've been with us since the beginning, you've seen our growth. This is probably like ASMR now to you. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to that, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you want to do a send-off, Jacob? Um, we'll, we'll see him when. We'll see you next week, guys. Uh, Everyone, like and subscribe, and we'll see you then. Thank you.